Great day, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Strategic Possibilities Show, where we discuss success and growth to help you launch potential in your personal and professional life. My name is Emmett Ferguson, and I am your host. And today, I am so lucky to have my friend Vladimir Dukowski on this episode. And Vladimir lives in Portugal. So for anyone out there, if you ever want to meet somebody who's just got a positive attitude about things, reach out to him. And I will have his information on here at the, the end of the show. But as we're going through this, Vladimir uh, wanted to help share some amazing ideas on how your environment influences your life, as well as how you can change your environment so that you have an opportunity to live a better life, so that you can have an opportunity to you know, create the life that you want. So Vladimir, can you share a little bit about how you even got started to realize this or like what inspired this type of thinking? Well, yeah, to be honest, I was kind of like emotionally and like mentally and everything. I was in one point in my life, like really down and I was, I got aware of it and I was not in a place that I would like to be. So I started thinking like, how I can change like my myself and how I can adopt change easily because you know we always read these books and everything that tell us what you need to do and how you need to do it but it, that's not always like easy to do it so I was starting to think like what I can do to make it easier for me to adopt change in my life because I wanted to change and I wanted different things Right on. Okay. And to get an idea, you haven't always lived in Portugal, right? You said that you were originally from Macedonia? Yeah, I'm from Macedonia. So in February this year, 2020, I came to Portugal on the 3rd of February. But before that, all my life, I lived in Macedonia. Okay. And did you move to Portugal because you wanted to change environments? Or is that just something that happened? Or is that part of... The story that was kind of like an extra and it really helped me like with the environment because when you travel you like kind of like change the whole environment that you are living in and that you are right now okay and to learn a little bit more about what your idea is when it comes to the importance of changing your environment how does that that work i mean do we does it mean that you have to move out of your home in order to you know change your life or does it mean you have to you know just change everything or can you still be able to develop something while you're in your current situation what do you mean by that can you go in a little bit more in depth yeah okay okay so two months ago before i moved out i mean before i came to portugal uh, I was in, living in Macedonia, where I usually live. And there, I, the first thing I did was I wanted to re, like see where, I am, where I'm at, first of all. And I started writing down all the things that I didn't like about myself and I, that I wanted to change. And then I started doing like some small changes. First of all, I cleaned my room. It's like super simple. Everyone can do it. I literally went and... The whole day I cleaned my room, I threw out like I threw out old clothes, like stuff that I had from sometimes, like some documents or some papers that I didn't even like know what they were. 
so I just started to cre clean up like and organize my room better uh, and I actually did a little bit like reorganizing the furniture and everything and after that like the first two days I kind of felt like easier it's like a relief in a way so you don't necessarily need to move out to a different place and live somewhere else okay very nice and when you're when you're doing that so basically what you're saying is you can start small with these types of things to be able to declutter and clean up your life is that is that what you're saying yeah yeah at the time I was I was watching a podcast from Dan Blazerian and I remember like he said something about set up he set up things so that he wins. So that kinda started me thinking. So I started like setting up and doing some small things that would end up to like bigger bigger things. Like cleaning my room, reorganizing my clothes, throwing out all the clothes that I didn't wear before, stuff like that for the beginning. Okay, and so you start with things that aren't like too massive, and then you know what? What does that do for you? Does that actually, you know, help you to, you know, most people think of cleaning their room, they're like, okay, I really don't feel like cleaning my room, but like, what? What was the benefit for you? How did that even help you to change or or take that step to move to Portugal? Well, yeah, it's a long story, but I'm gonna keep it like short. So first of all, the Mm, the trip in Portugal was not planned that much. I was not expected. And cleaning my room, I didn't feel, felt like doing it or anything like that. And But I actually went out and I said, I'm going to do some small things. I'm going to change it. I really wanted to change. So I started like reorganizing my room. First of all, I cleaned everything. I threw out some old stuff. Like, I had some stuff from my ex that was there for I don't know like half a year like some things that she forgot in my room or so like I went out and threw all those like old stuff that kind of I felt that were like they they were keeping me in a bad place like emotionally and like mentally and everything so after I did all that change in my room I felt lighter and it felt like I've true like, you know, uh, when you feel like something is hanging you, hanging you down and like pulling you back, mm -hmm. like that feeling was gone. It had a really big impact on me. Just just that, just cleaning my room. And that's fantastic because what, what I think I really caught from that is that it's not just moving things around in your room, but finding those things that are actually, you know, having a negative effect on you and making sure that you know, not just moving it around to somewhere different, but to actually, you know, give it to somebody else or give it away or to recycle it. And that's, that's yeah, fantastic. Exactly. Okay, nice. And um, so you, you moved to Portugal and everything. And what would you say is the, the thing that really helped you to, you know, move on? Was it like, what, what, inspired you to move to Portugal? Because I'm pretty sure it's part of the story, right? It's part of, you know, all of this changing yeah, the environment. Of course, of course. So what inspired me because I'm a student right now and I had this opportunity to study abroad for like a semester. So I applied and I wanted to go to different places, but then at the end I chose Portugal. 
So in the midst, while I was changing all of that, like with my room, and then I started like changing the information that I get on daily basis. I started reading some nice books. I started watching like different things that I usually do meet like meeting different people and also like what I changed was like I also changed my appearance and at some point uh, while all this change was happening I was easily adopting any change that I want and then I got news that I was accepted to go to my to Portugal and also that my visa was approved so when that all happened I just came to Portugal, basically. Hey, that's great. And for a lot of people, that move can be very big. So give us an idea. I mean, how, how big is the difference in living in, in Macedonia versus living in Portugal? Uh, it's like completely different. How can I say? Like everything that was holding me back, like in Macedonia, like people I knew and everything that I was there, like here I can start off brand new. And like, I can, like, literally, I started a new life. I was the person that I have set out for myself to be. And I was doing the things that I wanted. Like, there was nothing holding me back because it's like a clean slate. And you start creating it how you want it. Nice. And that can be very scary for some people. And it doesn't sound like you were, you know, you definitely sound like someone who's, more adventurous and that you know something an idea like that doesn't really scare you but there are probably a lot of people out there who choose not to take on that type of adventure take on that kind of risk to do something like that so you know earlier you were talking about change and how you know certain things Mm -hmm. change you so what would you say for somebody who's maybe scared of change or somebody who you know isn't sure or feels uncomfortable what can they do if there is a, even that tiny part of them that wants to do something like move to a completely different country? So I can say, first of all, that I was not, I mean, I was scared as fuck. Like, literally, I was scared. I didn't know where I was going. I mean, I know that I was going in Portugal, Porto, but I have never been here before. I didn't know the people that I would meet. I didn't know, like, where, I didn't know, like, literally the house i knew where i was gonna live in but you know still it's afraid because new environment i'm living on my own i have to take care of myself i have to like wash my clothes cook my own meals and like i literally have to do everything on my own and it was scary but i always try to do this when i'm afraid of something i try to confront it because i've seen that at the end when you confront something that you're afraid of you you feel really satisfied and there's like a specific feeling of ah I, like when you go over over something you're afraid of you feel accomplished and there's like a really unique feeling about this i cannot express so i know that when i face something that i have i'm afraid of it makes me feel alive actually okay hey that's awesome so basically you were able to you found the the excitement out of it and is, is that what motivated you? Yeah, I found it excitement and I knew that I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever is going to happen, I will learn and I will figure out how to deal with it. Okay. And that, that's great. That's great. But and thinking about it for, you know, the person who isn't, you know, as 
as confident doing that, right? Like making changes in their life, especially big ones like yours. How, what do you think, you know, helps to separate you that has helped you to, you know, develop that, that confidence or that courage? Well, I'm, I have like self conversations. So I'm analyzing like, what's the worst that can happen? If I don't like it, I'll just come back with an airplane because I, that's how I came. And you just think about what's like the worst that had happened and what's the best thing that can happen. So, and you just analyze. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's a, a very straightforward. And, you know, here's the other thing is I think, and I think you're doing a great job of touching on this is the fact that a lot of people, they have, they, they, when they think about what's the worst that can happen, you know, it sounds like for you, it was very simple, you know, it was, oh, I could just fly back on a plane. Whereas a lot of people, they might think, oh, well, I'll move to a new country and I've got no family and I'm going to go broke and I'm not going to be able to afford a plane ticket back. And then, you know, people are going to steal my luggage and then I'm not going to be able to make, a, make it back. And then all those like wild things. And I think you're doing a, a great job of, of helping to bring that idea out in the sense that, you know, maybe the worst case situation is not that bad. The worst case situation is you might just have to fly back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things that might happen. I mean, if we see about it, some things are even like really fun, like funny. Okay, let's say like the worst thing that can happen right now, I'm sitting in a cave watching the sea, the ocean actually, and this cave can collapse on me, but I'm still here. So it's kind of funny if you think about it. This cave has been here for who knows how much time and like the possibility of it, it's like almost zero so also like stuff like that like someone stealing your luggage and everything it's like really low and like almost yeah close to zero yeah it, it is very low and yeah it can it can happen to anyone right. right but what's like the possibility like of i don't know anyone that has their luggage stolen and i know a lot of people that travel <laughs> that's fantastic okay so you just said something that was interesting. So you're sitting in a cave right now? Is that what you what you said? Yeah, I'm sitting in a cave. All right. Uh, can you is it is it like a can you go go a little bit further about what's what's going on there? Well, on this beach, it's like really specific beach, so it has sand everywhere, and here and there it has some rocks, like really tall, ten meter, fifteen, twenty meter tall rocks. Some rocks are even like in the middle of the beach and surrounded by sand and here i'm close to the kind of like cliff i know what it, what how do you call it? like a, a, it's like a small mountain that's next to me and it's just steep and it's like some whole formation close to the sand like two meter four meter one so it's not really a big cave but it's like a small opening Okay, and I just want to clarify, you're not living there, right? You're just hanging out there for... The cave? No, I'm not okay. living in the cave. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so you're on a cave in a beach in Portugal. That's pretty fantastic. And, and to get an yeah, idea... I'm watching so... the stars, and the ocean is still blue. Even though it's night, I can see the blue colors. It's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. And just want to get an idea, because you talk about change, and... Um, the difference between Macedonia and the beach. So just to get an idea, like, what is, what would it be like? Let's just say this was a random night in mass in your home in Macedonia. What would, what would it be? Would you just be like in a room? Would you be out with, with friends? Like, what would that environment be like? 
Well, today is Monday, so probably Monday I'll be at home. Maybe like I would watch a movie. I would probably be sleeping by now. Or if I would be out, I would be out with friends, but there's no ocean. So, yeah. Man, that's awesome. So, you know, I think it's so important to definitely look at the contrast between, you know, where you were and what, you know, what that's like and where you are right now. And that's so cool that you're able to, you know, take a moment to share with us. About it. Uh-huh. I'm actually traveling for 10 days because I live in Porto, but now I'm 500 kilometers away from Porto. I'm traveling the whole Portugal with a tent. And I'm traveling all the places that I want to go. Right now, I'm down south to the warmest spot of Portugal and to the nicest beaches. So I would probably not be doing this in Macedonia for sure. <laughs> Meeting like new people all the time, doing these crazy adventures. But, you know, it's still scary, but I face it. Yeah, okay. So you, one more time, I, I got to clarify that. So you're not living in Portugal. You're doing this, this adventure trip around Portugal. No, no. So I'm living in Portugal, but I'm going to be gone. Like I was living from, so I came in February. So I was here for five months, I think. Now is end of July almost. And I was living here for all that time. And during my last days here, I wanted to just travel around for 10 days. Okay. I got, I got it now. So so that, that's so cool because there's a, there's a lot of times when, you know, I've, I've moved between different states in the U.S. and you go, you have a lot of excitement at first, like you do the city, but you don't actually, or I didn't actually take any time to, you know, my last couple of days there to, you know, go explore more. So that's so cool that you're doing that. Yeah, it's kind of like in the city that I was in, you know, I kind of didn't explore that much. Like I'm there and like, most tourists, like most people go to some places like that I did, don't even went. But I was there for like four months, like in the same city. And I still didn't visit some things. It's crazy. Nice. And uh, we, we're there. We have the opportunity, but we don't take it sometimes. Yeah. And when you went to Portugal, what was the language difference? Uh, like completely different level. I only knew English and like some other languages, but Portuguese, it's like nothing that I've heard before. It's okay, maybe similar to Spanish. It is actually, but it's unfamiliar to me, like zero. All right. And, and how did that like affect how you got around? Like, how did you manage to overcome that? I think that's very, very interesting. Because I've been to the UK, I've been to, you know, mm-hmm. Hong Kong, but like they speak English in those places. So the travel wasn't as difficult, but. I imagine going to a country where you don't I mean, know the it's language. It's not difficult here as well. Like, if you go to touristical places, mostly people, like, know some English. You know, you can understand something, like, basic stuff. If you want to order something in a restaurant or you want to go into the supermarket. But if they don't, you usually, like, you use your hand gestures and stuff like that. So that's kind of universal everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So that's some good advice right there. Definitely using hand gestures that aren't too offensive. Yeah. Like for example, to order a beer, I just raise my hand. I do like kind of like a signature move and it works everywhere. (laughs) Hey, that's, that's a book idea right there. Like how to communicate with your body language without knowing the language or sign language. That's pretty Uh, interesting. It's actually like, uh, uh, I met a guy like 
American comedian. So this guy was traveling around the Balkan, like Macedonia, Serbia, like Europe, everywhere. And we were talking. And he told me that like this thing, like because he travels a lot and doesn't know the language, he told me like that hand gestures and like movements like those like universal everywhere also if you want the toilet he just did some funny fart noises and, <laughs> and they understand <laughs> hey, that's fantastic and it makes them laugh too so it's, yeah. it's two two things right there hey that's awesome good that's cool that's cool advice be funny while you're traveling and okay so you're you're doing this travel adventure thing right now and um you know on top of just on top of just you know taking the the time to go in a tent and, you know, explore the beaches and explore all the different areas. What are you, what are your, what are your suggestions on, you know, meeting people that are in a country that doesn't speak the same language as you? Oh, what am I opinion? I know you just go and at first you can like learn some, some like basic words in their language they always respect when you're a foreigner trying to speak their language so you can learn like hello which is hola here or like good morning bom dia and they see that like you're a tourist because they can understand your accent is not right for sure and it's always interesting even if they don't know english i've like had this opportunity a couple times you know, they still kind of want to communicate and like where there's a will, there's a way. So like both of the sides try to communicate like some of their like native words and some English that they know. So it's kind of funny to see that, you know, but like they're still trying to communicate with you, even though they don't know English or you don't know Portuguese. There's still a communicate communication going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's a universal like you know just i guess sort of way to you know connect human to human in a way is what i'm getting yeah yeah, yeah. okay and now we have internet so google translate is really helpful yeah all right and it's awesome that you're sharing the story here are you documenting this is this, is this on like are you keeping a journal and you're gonna write a book or is this on instagram because this, this sounds like a really cool well, adventure that you're taking the thing on instagram i have instagram and that's just for me kind of so i know where i've been the things that i've visited the people that i met but actually i'm writing a book like about how to reach from point zero which was me like being in the place that I didn't want to be like mentally and emotionally down to the place that you want to be successful you like the next level you but the book if I like if it's not like a book it's more like a journal of the things that I'm doing what's working what's not and the results and maybe when I reach the places that I want the like how do I say like when I achieve the goals that I have set more for myself financially like emotionally also like with relationships with people when I reach all those goals that I set up for myself in the beginning maybe at that point I'll publish the book because I can say that this worked for me I have proof I'm the proof but before that I don't think I'll do anything with the book okay hey that's definitely one way to uh to tell your story you know definitely a reward to reward yourself with sharing your story with everybody. That's fantastic. Okay, very nice. And it's not like for to gain money or publicity or anything. It's more for me because it kind of helps me focus because 
maybe not every day, but once in a while, I write down the things that I did at work that didn't work and like kind of like general stuff. Yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, very nice. So, you know, for the world, uh, Vladimir Dukoski, Dukoski, am I pronouncing that, that end right? Vladimir Dukoski. Vladimir Dukoski. And, you know, what's, what's next for you? Are you, if someone wanted to like reach out and learn more about your travel adventures or anything like that, what would be the best way to get in contact with you? Well, the WhatsApp is really useful because I'm always online there most of the time. And also by email, they can contact me if they want. And social media works as well, like Instagram. Okay. All right. Very nice. And all of that. Share the information or like you're going to share them in some description or something. Yeah, exactly. All that information is going to be in the description below. So for everybody listening, definitely check that out. If you want to hear more about Vladimir or if you want to learn more about traveling the way Vladimir has or, you know, if you want some more thoughts on changing your environment, what that means. It sounds like Vladimir has got some first-hand experience that he can help you out with, especially if you're in Macedonia um, or uh, if you're even in Portugal. So all that's going to be in the description below. And do you have any uh, any words of advice before we finish the show Vladimir? Uh, before I say some words of advice I want to like just touch on this if I haven't touched before mm-hmm. so when I say environment don't think just about what's physically surrounding you but it's like more about everything or, like I think I've said this before in the beginning like the people the thoughts the information like a lot of things like that are around you and some words of advice I kind of have this motto, if not now, then when? So that's where I finish things off. Hey, that is a fantastic quote to to wrap this all up. And, you know, thank you for wrapping up that final thought um, that helped to really summarize the beginning of, you know, not just the environment, but everything around you. So that's great. And um, with that, thank you so much for sharing your story on the show, Vladimir, and, and connecting and um, for everybody else, have a wonderful night. Good night, as you say, Bonoit in Portuguese. And it was my pleasure participating in this podcast.